Uh, yay. Thank you, everybody. And uh, we'll be back next week. Tomorrow, tomorrow, 2 o'clock at Atlas. Uh, we have a show. 2 o'clock, Atlas. Yay! Yay! You do it. And when you're swinging with the lead man, they'll all know. They'll all know you're John Henry's woman, but but tell them that ain't all you can do. Tell them. I can hoist a jack, and I can lay a track. I can pick and shovel, too. Ain't no machine can. That's been proved to you. where John Henry's laying, resting his back. Some of them say, morning, steel driver. You sure was a hammer swinging. Then they go on by, picking up a little speed. Clickety-clack, 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 clickety-clack. socially distanced we all are we're six feet away from each other people are wearing masks i got a condom on this mic i haven't worn a condom since 97 all right and i got one on the mic i have an iud do you know what iud's are iud's can we get a cup it up for iud's we get a we get a we get a power to the people for iud's uh i have a, a copper piece of jewelry in my uterus that keeps out all the dead babies that's that's what an iud is it keeps out all the that's what pool sweepers are for, right? I don't know. I'm not rich enough for a pool. Today, I am dressed like a rich person. Ha, ha, ha. This is costuming. Yay, costuming. Um, almost everything I'm wearing has been gifted. This cute skirt is 13 years old. Yeah, on sale at Macy's years ago. Everything old is new again. Renew, recycle, be cool. Uh, this real pearl bracelet I'm wearing a gift from a homeless individual named Zach Wiseman. Yes, heroin addict comedian Zach Wiseman gave me real pearls and I didn't even uh, have to get a pearl necklace from him. You know what I'm saying? Like it was fine. I've always wanted a pearl necklace, but I have very, very, very tiny boobies. Um, so I've never been able to like squeeze them together to make the pearl necklace happen. I have, however, given my fair share of pearl keychains Pearl keychains. <laughs> Josh liked that one. That's good. That's the thing about cleavage. Like, I just don't have it. And I understand the glass ceiling because every time 
I come up against it, I like to stick my boobs up against it to make some cleavage. You know, am I right? I stick my boobs right up against the glass ceiling. I'm like, can you see me now? It's one of those things. Owning your own business as a woman, it's you learn so many important lessons. Like uh, when a man makes a decision, people do it. When a woman makes a decision, people form a committee. <laughs> We need a committee to decide if I'm, you know, smart enough or not, except I've been to more school than you. <laughs> I don't usually like to wear T-shirts that say that I have two master's degrees because then no one wants to have sex with me. They're like, could you just put my dick in your mouth? Do you have to say things at the same time? What, do you want to talk about Jean-Paul Sartre? Yeah, hell is other people, bro. Jean-Paul Sartre who? I just recently reread Rainier Maria Rilke's book, Letters to a Young Poet. I changed the word poet to comic. It was very similar to uh, Virginia Woolf's of A Room of One's Own, written in a similar time period, uh, except one's for guys and uh, one's for girls. <laughs> and, it's, and one is better than the other. Can you guess which one is? Sorry, I relate more to Virginia Woolf. Who's afraid of Virginia Woolf? <laughs> Clearly everybody. What did I learn from 2016? From the presidential election, what did I learn? Only some people hate black people, but everyone hates women. <laughs> it's so silly, everyone's like, Trump's been in office for four years now. Well, you dummies voted him in because you were afraid of a woman, the most qualified person ever. She was the secretary of state, yo. Like there's nobody more qualified. But I know, right? Exactly. So I'm talking about smart women. Nobody wants to listen uh, to a woman because it just, here's my question. There are so many cult leaders, right? So many cult leaders and they're all men. Where are the female cult leaders? I think that's because we call them mom <laughs> or sometimes grandma. Like, I don't know. It depends how much you care about your family. You all talk to your parents. <laughs> It was so cute. There were some comedians that were like, ooh, meow, 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 we should be friends or not be friends or whatever. And I'm like, I haven't talked to my mom in nine years. You think I give a crap about you? <laughs> We've known each other for eight months. <laughs> We've known each other for eight months. I haven't talked to my mom in nine years. You think? It's so cute. My mom actually texted me years ago. Uh, and she, she texted me, Jesus is calling. And I was like, no, mom, Jesus is not calling. You're texting. I don't know how you learned how to do that. Like, when did you get a phone? Cool. I don't talk. You talk to your mom? Oh, no. No? <laughs> Two talks to their mom here. Oh, good. That's so nice. Yeah, good. Oh, my. She jealous of you? Oh, she's mentally ill. So's my mom. She just won't admit it. Like the best part, I haven't seen her since she got her eyebrows tattooed on her face, but supposedly she just looks angry all the time. And I was like, that's my whole childhood. <laughs> Why would you do that permanently? Cool. I haven't seen them yet. I haven't, we're not even friends on Facebook. It's fine. Not lamenting it. Sounds like I'm lament. I think she doth protest too much. Nay, I don't. I just, I make better, better bread than she does. It's fine. I learned everything I needed to know, and I moved on. I learned how to, I learned how to talk to yeast. Um, any, I know it's like, 
No, I haven't. This is the craziest year. I haven't gotten sick. I haven't had the sniffles. I haven't gotten a yeast infection. Like, nothing's happened to me this year. It's nuts. I actually wanted to, like, well, I don't know why Martha Stewart's not doing it right now. Because she could be collecting her own vaginal yeast and making bread out of it. I want to eat Martha Stewart's vaginal yeast bread. No? Oh, my God. Like, I want to be that close to Martha Stewart. She's the person I have, like, lesbian fantasies about. Like, I have this dream where she and I are in one of her barns, and there's these Clydesdales and all of her Pomeranians, and then, like, like ticker tape stuff comes from the ceiling. Okay. I have a vivid imagination. I masturbate to podcasts. That's, that's what's happening now. I don't watch porn. I do have a lacrimation fetish, meaning I like to watch people cry, but only men. So that's why I don't like to watch porn, because I don't want to watch women cry. <laughs> you know, I just don't want to see it. It doesn't make me feel sexy, you know? Like, it just doesn't. Just not. But Martha Stewart does make me feel super sexy. So I- is anybody a vegan here? Vegans? 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 Your brother's a vegan. Does he eat bread? Does your brother eat bread? Oh, there is vegan bread. Well, here's the thing about bread. A lot of vegans eat it, right? And I bake bread all the time. Like I did this morning, I baked bread. I baked bread yesterday, I baked, I baked bread a lot, whatever. <laughs> uh, but vegans eat bread, which is weird to me because I know how to make bread. I take the yeast and I put it in a bowl and I make it be alive, you know, with like some water, warm water and some sugar and maybe a little cream, like some little milk solids, let it eat. And then like it starts burping and farting in my dough. And like I ask it, I like I basically enslave it to do my bidding, you know, without its consent. I'm like, here you are, I made you alive, burp and fart in this. And then I heat up an oven and then I murder entire cultures. Bread is some Nazi shit, bro. <laughs> it's killing entire cultures, you hypocritical vegans. <laughs> what is life? <laughs> it's cool. Vegans are nice. Here's what I learned. I have some Thanksgiving lessons that I've learned. I learned this uh, last night, actually. Question every fart if you've had a quart of eggnog. (laughs) Does anyone else love eggnog? (laughs) Like, I love eggnog, it's eggnog time. I had an entire quart of eggnog and I thought things were gonna be okay, nay. You know, like, I'm going through menopause so I've been wearing sexy panties again because nothing is coming out of here, like it's dry as a bone. Like, nothing's coming out of here. But now with this, like, eggnog issue, oh dear lord. (laughs) Like, we're, we gotta get back to the ugly panties. Those period-stained weirdos, the ones with the holes in the front. Hi! Just talk about my underwear. (laughs) Cats. No, my cats don't. Well, actually, my cats do play and sniff my underwear all the time. Like, it's like, I have 47 cat toys, and they still want to play with my underwear. Like, what is wrong here? My cats must just love me. They're like, yeah, we love you. They have been very sweet to me lately. Um, after they have a circus at 4.30 in the morning. Does anyone have cats and live in an apartment building? Do you live in an apartment building? Do your neighbors hate you? My, ne- my downstairs neighbors 
hate me because I have a cat circus every night at like 4.20 in the morning. I don't, like they're not smoking the pot without me. I don't think, unless they've figured out a way to use that weird paw at the top to light the bong. Like they're, but at 4.20 in the morning, they're run, 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 running. And I grab them, I grab them and I'm like, stop. And I'm trying not to be loud because the neighbors can hear everything. And they're like, come closer, I'm so tight. And then I fall asleep and they run away again. And then I wake up. Okay, these are my cat issues. It's not funny. It's just real life. Cats. What cat? Oh, I wanted to do more new life lesson jokes for y'all. So I also, I've been having some dental stuff done lately. That happens every once in a while. I love my dentist so much because I learn life lessons every time I go. And I learned these three lessons last time. One, I can keep my mouth open a long time without complaining. <laughs> Two, my gag reflex is way less pronounced than I thought it was. <laughs> and three, I like a man's fingers in my mouth. That's learning things together. You know how awkward it is to ask Dr. Kyle to pull your hair <laughs> when you're in the <laughs> dentist chair? That is awkward, that is weird. You can sit down in one of the socially distanced chairs or you can grab one and move it to wherever you want. You can even move it across the street if that makes you feel safe. Everyone has their masks on, that's great and safe. And we're all being super safe and I love that. Only 158 people have died in San Francisco, so wherever we're doing, we're doing it right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah! Like, that's, that's just like San Francisco people to be like, look at us do it right and let's high five ourselves all the time. Yeah, but don't high five, do the elbow because it's not safe to high five anymore. Don't touch anybody. <laughs> don't touch. I saw dogs touching today and I was like, ooh, are you sure that's gonna be okay? <laughs> are your dogs, is her dogs getting COVID? Like, is it, what? Cool. Uh, one more new joke for you guys. What did I come up with this week that I was thinking about? Well, this is, this is exciting. This is, this is barely, this is on the verge of clean, you know? Uh, I'm very excited right now because I realized, I, I read some articles, you know, and I found out that uh, clitori, clitorises, clitori, clitorises, clitorati, clitorati, the, the clitoris in utero is actually a tiny dick. It's about six weeks. They're the same cells all together. And at about six weeks, one of them starts to protrude and one of them just does its thing and then the balls descend and then ovaries are up here. It's basically, we're basically the same. What I'm saying is that clits are tiny dicks. All sizes matter, okay? I have a tiny, awesome dick and it's time that we all appreciate that like what is this about Ooh, small dicks are gross no small dicks are great celebrate my tiny cock yeah rock out with your cock out it's the same stuff the same amount of nerve endings everyone why do we keep chopping off the tips of our baby's dicks you know circumcision his choice his decision not funny just real stop stop mutilating your children's genitals right hi brian crow all right, uh, I should end on something hard, not like my tiny, tiny. My clit is so big, I can use a Cheerio as a cock ring. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, uh, who wants to take the bullet? 
Ms. Pickles, uh, this is her like sixth set ever in the history of ever. I shouldn't have said that because you're so funny and amazing that no one would ever know it. It's her 60th, 600th set. It's numbers don't matter, just like size. It just doesn't even, it doesn't even, they're just, time is irrelevant. Numbers are nothing. She's hilarious. You're going to love her. Okay, so here's the thing, too, about safety and whatever with the mic. Um, I'm going to take this mic condom off. If you don't have your own mic condom or your own mic, take your mask off, and then you put it down on top of the microphone. And don't take the part that you spit into and then put it on top of the microphone. Nay, you just take it off your ears and you put it around the microphone, and that way... Your spit says Here's the thing about COVID. Just don't spit in each other's mouths. And we're fine. Everybody lives. Everyone lives. As long as we just, it's just so much less intimate. Like you want to, you find, you're like, I want to, like your next comic. I was like, yeah, she's, I, would, I wouldn't mind making out with her, but not now because it's COVID times. So that's scary. I'm not sticking my tongue anywhere near your mouth. That's gross. Because uh, it's scary. Hey, you're going to love your first comedian. Oh, so, um. There are chairs, and if you don't feel comfortable where you are close up, you can take a chair and move it to any place that's a location that makes you feel safe, and that's great. And remember, keep your masks on and be distant and be awesome. Clap your hands together for your first comedian of the night, Christina Pickles! Yay! Thanks, Pam. I got to live up to that now. Great. I wanted to look like I still had my mask on for the cops, so that's why I did this. Hey everybody, my name is Christina. I'm very, 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 very new to this. And I'm hoping to make y'all laugh tonight. <laughs> so yesterday was Thanksgiving, or as I like to call it, celebrating white people immigration day. <coughs> I'm happy to see all your bloated faces today. <laughs> it makes me feel better about my own. But yeah, Thanksgiving's one of those holidays. It's always been uh, very ironic to me. I mean, for one, the main dish kind of sucks. Nobody looks forward to it. For two, everyone pretends to be thankful only long enough to get ready to buy shit we don't need. And for three, about 50% of Americans, <clears throat> Trump supporters, use this time to gather around a dry bird and talk about how much they hate immigration <laughs> on none other than White People Immigration Day. <laughs> I'm not hating though. I mean, what better way to celebrate white hypocrisy then celebrate the success of white colonialism and drink pumpkin spice. I might be being too hard on them though. I mean, pumpkin spice is delicious. And I might be coming across like I hate Thanksgiving. I don't. I don't hate Thanksgiving. That's not a thing for me. I actually consider overeating one of my favorite pastimes, and I appreciate that the fattest country in the world has a holiday dedicated to overeating. Seriously, one of the best, and I appreciate that. I ate a lot, though, yesterday, you guys. I, I ate like COVID was going to kill me the next day. 
I had to jump about 20 times to get my jeans on this morning. I'm not, I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it. I mean, as long as my hospital gown and ventilator still fit, I'm good. It's been a weird year, though. I shouldn't face this way. That's not a good. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Is it good? Uh, <laughs> It's been a weird year. I mean, I'm pretty sure Christmas is going to suck, too. Spoiler alert. I am looking forward to New Year's. I mean, not only do we get to count away a shitty year, but we get to count away a shitty president. You know, I think, I think it's almost poetic in a way that we're going to be counting down, you know, I, my family still looks at the giant ball that drops in New York City. You guys know the one I'm talking about. I don't know why it's a giant ball, but because we're counting away a shitty year and a shitty president, I think it would be a lot more entertaining to drop the ball on the White House lawn. That way, in true poetry, we can drop the giant ball on the lawn of the man who acts like his never did. That's my time today, Pam. That's what I got. I didn't do too many fat jokes today. Too many. You don't even shame our fat president. Like, what are you doing? Oh, what did I? I uh, I'll leave my mask on because I can't find my condom. I put my condom in my pocket. I was gonna reuse my condom. That's gross. Like, don't reuse. Christina Pickles, everyone, yay! I don't think that's a real last name, but I love, you sort of look Cuban, so it makes me really happy. I'm like, oh, put the pickles on the sandwich. Like it. So you're um, acidic. No, you're not, you're, better, you're sweet, you're gorgeous and wonderful. Everybody clap it up again for Christina, yay! Making fun of our president, who's not gonna be the president anymore soon, yay! It's so scary, actually, the 72 days in between the uh, election and the inauguration, these 72 days where, you know, he's like holding up in the White House, he's holding up there, he's like, I'm not going to leave, but he's also not going to say anything, and I can't wait in 20 years when we get to try him for war crimes, because like 100,000 people die over these three, I don't want people to die, I'm just saying in 20 years we're going to try him for war crimes, because a lot of people, because he can't, hi! I was just making fun of the current president. Biden's gonna be new, yay! We're gonna change everything and everyone wear masks and I don't know what's gonna happen. Cool. I, uh, I actually, no, I don't wanna do my Melania joke. Uh, Melania, does anyone know what her name is? The first lady, what's her name? Melania. It's Melania. Yeah, I could never know what her name was. Manon, Melania. Yeah, it could be Kardashian. The thing is, I have no idea what her name is because she never speaks. <laughs> it's like you didn't say anything. You were there for four years. I'd love to make fun of her accent. I have no idea what she sounds like. Nothing whatsoever. <laughs> the pictures. Oh, no. She's skinny and pretty. Oh, my God. And that's the thing. I grew up in the 90s. I know that no one listens to you unless you're skinny and pretty. <laughs> and I have an awesome eating disorder. Like, talk to us, Melania. Show us on the doll where he touched you. Are you okay? She's from either Slovenia or Slovakia. I don't know. I don't know which country, but they both border Hungary. And my God, she's starving. Someone feed that lady. <laughs> First lady, that lady. Feed her. Cool. 
All right, your next comedian. What a joy and a wonderment he is. He's going to play some music because he actually has like, it's so funny that he's a comedian because he actually has talent. Like he can play the guitar and the piano. He can do all kinds of things. But he's here to grace you with his amazingness. Put your hands together, everybody, for Josh Kahn. Yay! safety thanks Pam for building me up so much uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be great clap it up for me I, sh I showered I put on pants that are clean that were clean three days ago I put on pants I put on pants guys that deserves clapping I love coming to Pam Benjamin's show because you always get like a lot of facts in with your comedy you know like she knows like how many electoral votes each state has like 72 days she's like oh the 72 days i'm like this is 72 is it really 72 days but because this 72 days is gonna feel like 80 years between now and then so here's my impression of so joe will get inaugurated so here's my impression of the administration in like the year like 2022 it's gonna go like this Hello, Kamala, are you in there? Yes, Joe, I'm right here. What, Kamala, where did I put the launch codes again? They're in the bedside table drawer, Joe. Well, Kamala, what, how do I, how do I vote? Do I veto this? You don't veto anything, Joe. You let me make all the decisions. You just sit there and look white. Oh, okay, what, what do I, Kamala, did we, is racism bad? Yes, Joe, we agreed our public stance is that racism is bad. No, we, we want to forget that you signed the crime bill in 94. Just hope everybody glosses over that. I'm here. Thankfully, you're not going to screw anything up too bad. Um, so that is political stuff. I asked Pam to put me on second because she gave me some of her marijuana-infused bread. <laughs> I ate some. And I was like, Pam, you better put me up next. It's kicking in. <laughs> like, I'm not going to be able to get through this thing. I don't, I don't need to wear the mask. I bought my own mic on them. You guys can hear me better this way. You can see how cute and deliciously sexy. And, uh, I don't want to toot my own horn. It's okay. I'm half Jewish, half Asian. That's why it looks like an interracial train wreck. Don't worry. Yeah, but Trump thinks he's like the, he thinks he's the hero of the pandemic. He's, he's, he's like, I'm the hero of the pandemic. I'm practically the pandemic's Batman, right? Because I saved everybody. And did Batman wear a mask? Okay, yes, Batman wore a mask, but it didn't cover his nose and mouth. I'm the Batman of the pandemic, everybody. Yeah, that's right. And then Bane, like he's, you know, he's like the Batman's president. Bane's just working at some Korean barbecue. He's like, welcome to Soul of Gotham Korean barbecue. I am Bane, your server. You will notice everyone in the restaurant is wearing a mask to prevent from COVID and the League of Shadows. If you remove my mask, it will be quite painful when I get COVID and die. People usually love Bane. It just seems like it's like flat out there. Everyone's like, no, man, Tom Hardy, you don't say that about him. He's a great actor. Mad Max. Mm. You can tell I'm getting, I'm just like, I'm high. Should I just? Um, yeah. I wanted to tell Kurt. That's right. That's right. That's right. You ever have those moments like where you're all like at like at work, like the smoke sesh before work, and like everybody just goes quiet and into their own thoughts, and then you break back in and be like, "Y'all, we just had a moment." You know what I mean? Like when everyone's in the smoke sesh and nobody's saying nothing because everybody's just thinking their own thoughts. It's a beautiful thing. I just came to me because I was speaking to anyway. So, 
Jokes and jokes and jokes. Kurt Cobain, dear Kurt Cobain, with the lights out, it is actually more dangerous, not less. I bought my toe. He's in denial. In denial. Mauricio, don't get, don't give me that, man. Okay, I'm gonna hear it. Okay, here's here, what Mauricio. What Mauricio said is, "I love you, Josh." Let me translate for that for you. There's a subtitle at the bottom. He says, "I love you, Josh," and the subtitle says, "Josh, shut the f up and play your guitar." So I will do that. Then he's like, "That is what I meant. That is what I meant, Josh. Just you know, stop telling the jokes that aren't working and just start playing your guitar, okay?" Our friendship is on the line with the set that you got going here. That's a perfect Mauricio, by the way. You'll hear him later, but that is spot on. It really is. Okay. So, guitar. Just clap it up for the fact that I have a guitar. You like it. It's, uh, yeah. You can just be the, 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 the worst human being on earth. If you play a good enough guitar, nobody cares, right? You just be like a great human being, like like Eric Clapton, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're not gonna like this joke, man. <laughs> straight up, straight up. Now he wrote the, cause so very, but very sad because he had a child that fell out the balcony window right when he was partying, doing too much cocaine, back in the 80s or the 70s or something like that, right? He wrote that song, Tears in Heaven, about it, right? Here's my thing. I don't think Eric Clapton's actually that sad about tears in heaven because like how much money has he made off of that song no would he be like would I still get paid if you were not in heaven no I'm just trying that out I'm sorry I'm so sorry that's punching up though Eric Clapton because like people used to spray paint Clapton is God you know and it's like God God sacrificed his first child for our sins you know Eric Clapton's God sacrificed his first child at a coke party because he was on a binger ooh went too far went too far blame the cannabis uh, like me again Do you guys like Bob Dylan? Sure. You guys like Radiohead? Yeah. So this is Bob Dylan singing Radiohead. <laughs> Bob Dylan sings Radiohead like this. I'm a creep. I'm a weirdo. What the hell am I doing here? I don't belong here. No, no. Baby's got the bands. Oh, no. Do I have any real friends? Oh no! Bob Dylan singing Radiohead, everyone. That's what that was. <laughs> I am so, I'm off my rocker right now. I, you know, I actually, I want to start like an R&B band with Jim Carrey. We're going to call it Ace of Bass Ventura. What do you think? What do you think about that, you know? All that she wants is another baby. All righty then. Snoop Dogg, remember when Snoop Dogg found reggae and he wanted to be called Snoop Lion? You remember that a few years ago? So now he found polka music. He wants to be called Snoop Cloggy Clog now. Comes in with some Swiss mizzle, maybe some mini mosh mizzles. Oh my gosh, Pam likes the, the well-written stuff. Okay, uh, what do I do? 
hey, you, you guys know what Led Zeppelin's favorite part of Thanksgiving is? The gravy, 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 gravy! <laughs> yeah, dude, drive like your drug dealer lives here. No one put a gun to your nose and made you do that cocaine. Man, it's like a cocaine-centric night for me here. I swear it's only weed that, I, that I'm that i on. Uh, I was going to do something funny. Okay. I saw this commercial the other day. It was like, uh, I couldn't tell if it was a commercial for like interiors or furniture or whatever like that. I couldn't tell what it was for. And then the music for the commercial kicked in, and I was even more confused because it was like an ACDC song. Tell me if you can figure out what commercial this was. If you are sick of your roommates and your girlfriends on your case and you wanna get some time away but you don't wanna find a new place just pick up your phone say leave me alone i got an app for that tucson reno tahoe let's go i found a two-room flat on Airbnb, I catch a flight. BNB, and I spend the night. BNB, then I drop a load. BNB, in the top of the commode. When you shit in the top of the, t- the toilet tank, it's called an upper decker. And they flush it and they get poo the next time. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's what I do when I Airbnb at your house. <laughs> I, just, I paid for it, man. I paid the maid fee. Anyway, so if you see that commercial, I did not get paid for writing that, and I'm very angry. Call my lawyer. Um, I want to remind you all to donate to Mutiny Radio. Uh, you can either do so here in the jar. Uh, it is We are funded by our listeners and our audience members, so be cool if you could drop something in the jar. If not, we do have a GoFundMe. No? No, I'm sorry, a Venmo. Scratch that. Reverse it, a Venmo. Man, I am just like a great. I'm the, I'm totally the person you want like shilling your stuff. I'm like, yeah, we have great shirts for sale. No, we sell blenders. Ah, uh, blenders for sale. Uh. <laughs> but you want them. You want them. They're great. <laughs> you feel like the Beatles would have been really anti-death penalty if they were still alive, you know? Like, you say you want electrocution, well, you know, we're going to have to shave your head. No? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I am so high from that bread. Beware, Pam's pot bread. One. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't see it. One. If Pam was the witch in Hansel and Gretel, like Hansel and Gretel would have taken like two or three bites of her gingerbread house, 30 or 40 minutes later, they wouldn't have been able to push anybody into any oven. They wouldn't have been able to turn on the oven. Like, If Pam made all like the buildings in Godzilla, Godzilla would just bite one of them and just be like, dead. Okay. This is a good time, guys. Thanks for having me. I'll play one more song and I'll get out of your face. It'll be a short song. The more we get together, 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 the more we get together, the more COVID-19. And my germs are your germs, and your germs are my germs. The more we get together, the more COVID-19. Let's federally legalize marijuana, everybody. Bye-bye.
Josh Kahn, everyone. The song stylings and amazement of Josh Kahn. Keep your hands clapping together. Yes. Yay. He does song parodies. I love karaoke. You know, the one thing I miss about COVID more than anything else is karaoke. We're not allowed to sing karaoke anymore, and that makes me very, very sad. Because I had a song that I sang at karaoke that was hilarious and amazing. I love Alanis Morissette. Yes. And I love her song, Isn't It Ironic? But I like to sing it in the style of James Hetfield. Right? Of Metallica. It goes like this. Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? Huh? A little too ironic. I really do think. It's like rayon on your wedding day. Huh? It's a free ride when you've already paid. Huh? But Lars is very mad because no one's paying for their music anymore. It's all free. And he's very pissed off. Lars. Cool. All right. We've got more comics for you. Uh, who wants to go next? Oh, yeah. Your next comedian. What a joy and a wonderment he is. He's so funny and so amazing. He also <laughs> is like, he's, he's, he's a millennial who's made his goals, you know? Like, he, he is the manager of a strip club. What could be better as a 24-year-old man than to be the manager of a strip club? You know what I mean? Like... I mean, I, I, love, I love watching world premiere soccer because finally I get to watch hot 23-year-old men actually make their goals. But, but this next comedian, he's made his goals. He works in a strip club. Put your hands together, everybody, for Mark Neuer. Yay! Keep fucking, or keep freaking clapping. Time I checked, it was swoop. Because it's red. It was a gang reference. I listened to too much music. Is that a marshmallow? You thought the trench coat was for nothing, huh? <laughs> it ain't for nothing. It ain't for nothing. Quit playing with me. Someone has to do it, you know what I mean? If Josh Kahn's gonna come up here and kill it with his props, I gotta come up here with, I just gotta play my part, you know what I mean? I can't look like I just walked out of the set of Law & Order SVU and not have a gun on me as well, you know? No, no, okay, that's fine, that's fine. Did you guys not laugh at the Law & Order SVU joke because I still had the gun in my hand? Good, good, so good. Uh, I don't know, dude. I don't really, I could, I could do jokes, but I feel more inclined to do a story about me because Pam talked about my goals and aspirations and they pretty much end at strip club manager, let me tell you. <laughs> so it's pretty great. Uh, I am a dropout from Modesto, California. Uh, and I, I moved here to pursue uh, comedy and pussy. And... Uh, Unfortunately, vegan pussy and I don't really get along too well. I love it so much. It's so good. It tastes like mango white claw, but it just doesn't, it doesn't really like me too much. You know what I mean? Sometimes you get the tangerine flavor. It's fantastic. 
but it just hates me. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So that's why I came out here to pursue. And uh, comedy kind of sucks, but oh, if, oh, what do you mean, Mark? You're just so great. Shut up. <laughs> shut. Shut up. Now, comedy kind of sucks, but you know, I, I've been I've been homeless out here twice. Uh, I've, I've slept on the streets of San Francisco, uh, and w one of those times of being homeless. And that's not like a unique thing for comedians. Uh, a lot of us are displaced. But through the trials and tribulations of life and being a white male who looks straight as could be, <laughs> took over a strip club on Market and 6th Street. So I guess, I don't know, I, just really, I feel like I should have finished high school. <laughs> should have went to college, you know what I mean? then I wouldn't be taking pictures of naked women as a job. Started as a daytime DJ there. Damn, should have never quit Petco. You know what I mean? Should have never quit. Should have just stayed at McDonald's in Ripon, California, getting stuck behind tractors. You didn't even know there was tractors in California, did you? Let alone to get stuck behind them on a main road in a city. So good. Should have stayed out there. Most of you are old. <laughs> Older than me, so. So for this, this probably just sounds like a major flex. And the sarcasm is just, just feeling like a knife. But it's OK. We're, we're going to die the same year. It's good. <laughs> it's OK. I don't have a bank account. I don't. I don't. I use Venmo. I, I don't know. I, I just, I, f I don't really trust banks. They don't trust me. It's a mutual thing. And I just, I don't know. So this is like one of the only holidays where I just want to kill white people, you know? I know. I'm just, I'm so ungrateful. I'm so ungrateful. It's a, it's, a, it's a shitty thing, you know? I know, and it was horrible. It was so bad. I don't know why everyone gets around and like play, pr plays pretend. Like, what are you doing? What, the, what are you doing? What are you celebrating? Crazy. Bananas. It's, it's freaking bananas. It's incredible. It's 2020 and Thanksgiving has not been canceled. It's incredible. How are you not going to fully commit? That should, I would have voted if someone would have said, my number one issue for 2021, we are canceling Thanksgiving. Are you wondering why? Yes. Do you have the internet, sir? <laughs> Do you not have Google? Maybe you use Bing. Do you use Bing? What do you use? You gotta get off Pornhub. There's a different search engine. That's <laughs> all I use the internet for. Porn. That's it. Come on. Think I got money like that? <laughs> then you just hear my whole sob story originally. No, I got money. That's why I'm on OnlyFans. <laughs> I'm on. I have. I'm subscribed to so many girls on OnlyFans that like my inbox, they just send out mass messages, right? So my inbox, it looks like I'm a creator on there because I have so many DMs that I've just not read because it's just so much. 
It'd be so expensive for me to read all those messages. Like, that's crazy. You know, there's a re there's an auto-renew feature on OnlyFans. You probably don't know this. These de de delinquents know. There's an auto-renew feature. So before I officially kill myself, I have to, uh, I have to <laughs> cancel those or else my family gets nothing that's left on my Venmo card. <laughs> like, absolutely nothing. <laughs> I've decided, I, I came to this conclusion. My death is inevitable. Yours too, yours as well. <laughs> Don't mean to burst the bubble. And with the way that I live my life masturbating for 17 hours straight on poppers and Adderall, <laughs> with things jammed inside of me that are not, they're considered foreign, but they're not, you know what I mean? Like you're, you're, you see them around your house, you know, you go, Wiimote. A screwdriver, you never know. You never know. Not like the skinny piece, that would be not pleasurable at all. So you ever had a big screwdriver handle? Anyways. I'm just not, I'm not going to kill myself on like three days after payday because I'll be broke. I'm going to, I got to kill myself on payday. Blow it all on that day. Bam. It was a great day. I'm not going to die broke. What do I look like? Not a professional? I have thought this through, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Theys and thems. I was waiting for the 2020 uh, Aerosmith remix of Dude Looks Like a Lady. It's a they looks like a them. <laughs> God bless, ladies and gentlemen. Have a great night. Get home safe. Mark Neuer, everyone. Reminding us that we live in San Francisco and we have the Trans America building. <laughs> called the Transamerica building. We're cool with it. Like, I'm down, baby. I like it. Call yourself any pronoun you want. I actually identify as a witch. My pronouns are us and we. <laughs> like, I have all the cats. I'll show you my wand later. I've seriously lost the plot. <laughs> it's COVID. I've lost it. I'm crazy. I'm super excited right now. I'm crazy about your next comedian. I haven't seen her in years, but she's been here in the past. And it's great that you came back, and I'm so excited that you're here. I'm not going to like you said you're going to do whatever time you want. I'm not going to let you You do what time you want. Everybody put your hands together. It's Amanda Biddle. Yay! Yay! What's up, guys? How can we go on? I'm going to do this weird mask thing that you described. How's that sound effect? Now that wasn't free. I'm gonna need y'all to be Venmo me two dollars because that's my only fans of ASMR. Can you hear me like this? Oh, it is. Oh, I'm on the radio. Holy shit. Okay, well, thanks for having me back, guys. Give it up for Pam, your lovely host, and all the other comedians that you've seen tonight. Um, I'm a little nervous because I haven't been on stage since before the pandemic or whatever we're calling it now. Um, but I don't know, I'm just going to jump right in and I know what all of you guys are thinking now that you've kind of gotten a look at me. Um, my outfit, <laughs> it's super fucking cute, I know. Oh, it's really cute. <laughs> um, and that's the real reason that I've been wearing it for four days. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the pandemic or my barely treated depression. 
Thank you. <laughs> um, no, but I, um, I have been wearing this outfit for a while. It's comfortable. I like it. Um, I do comedy. I'm unemployed. I don't understand how credit works. So hey, I'm single. What's up? <laughs> but I don't date comedians because one of us has to get a place <laughs> so I can move in. Because we ain't moving in nowhere but my car. Um, and there's only room for me and my dogs. So what else do I want to tell you? Okay, yeah, so I do have a car. Um, I paid $250 for it. Don't want to brag. <laughs> the tires are bald and only two of the passenger doors open. However, it's really fucking cool because I have a friend who is a mechanic and he does shit out of his garage for me. So it's really cheap so I can continue to live like a low life um, in style. So I go there and like I'm, I have a lot, I'm really extroverted, but I have a lot of social anxiety. And so I always try to like fill the airwaves with bullshit that ends up just making people more uncomfortable, but that's what I do. And so I'm at my friend's house and it's normally him and he's got this other dude there and he's not friendly. He's not thinking I'm funny. It's really becoming overwhelming for me. So I just start like grasping at the environment for something to tell him what to do. And he like wheels over this little squeaky thing. It's like a cart with tools on it. You guys know what the fuck I'm talking about? What I'm talking about, <laughs> right, you're with me. So it squeaks over and I'm like, hey, uh, when you're done doing what you're doing, you should put some WD-40 on those wheels. Clear that squeak right up. And he looked at me like I was some kind of idiot. He's like, uh, WD-40 is actually a degreaser, not a lubricant. I was like, <laughs> okay, I've been masturbating with it for years. <laughs> I know for a fact that it's a lubricant, <laughs> but thanks for the hot tip. Um, so yeah, I'm 32. Thank you. <laughs> I'm 32. I am never been married, no children. I have a younger sister who graduated college. She's got like a good job. She lives in a nice apartment in Seattle. She's like got her shit together. It's it's cool. I love to visit her. Her place is really comfortable. <laughs> um, but she's always trying to give me advice, and it's just like we're different. Get over it. But she like comes over to my house, and <sighs> I just moved in this place, and I'm like unpacking shit, and she comes into my room, and she's like, "Do you seriously have a twin bed?" I was like, "Yeah. So what? <laughs> I'm moving into a garage. Yes, I have a twin bed." She's like, "You're th over 30. You bring dudes back here?" I'm like what? <laughs> it's like sometimes. <laughs> she's like, you seriously are bringing over 30 year olds to a twin bed? I'm like, yeah. She's like, don't you think you're giving them like a weird message? Like this is a mixed signal? I'm like, no. What's more clear <laughs> than a twin bed saying, I am down to fuck. <laughs> Sorry. I'm down to screw. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot about the radio. I am not down to sleep over. There's a big difference. I fucked up that joke. I'm sorry. I messed up that joke. I can't not swear. Holy crap. <laughs> um, okay, so... I feel like you guys have gotten to know me a little bit. I'm going to leave you with one last little. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Venmo me. <laughs> Venmo me money. That's how I like love. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so one last thing uh, before I go, I'm just going to share like a little story about myself. I, I've had a lot of failed romantic relationships, which I'm sure is shocking to all of you because I just seem perfect, <laughs> like a pillar of stability. Um, but yeah, so I've had all these whatever messed up relationships, but I had this one relationship that was um, particularly volatile with this one person, and we'd play this game that I call dysfunctional ping pong. Some of you may be familiar. I don't know, you guys look happy, maybe you don't know. Um, but it's a game where one person says something, you guys seem cute too, you don't know what I'm talking about. One person says something mean, the other person says something mean, and you like go back and forth, 
Anyone? Oh, everyone's here perfect? Oh, cool. No one's, no one's been mean? Okay, cool. Well, I was playing this game. I said something mean. He said something mean. I said something mean, too. And then he says to me, you know what, Amanda? I wish that when you were younger, someone would have thrown acid in your face so that you could have developed a personality. <laughs> Whoa. Sick burn, right? <laughs> to which I replied, are you saying I'm like really pretty? <laughs> oh my god, thank you. Thank you guys, I'm Amanda Biddle. Yay! Normally I wouldn't do this, but follow me on Instagram or Twitter. My name is my name, so thank you. Thanks, give it up for Pam, give it up for all the comedians. Venmo, Mutiny Radio, Yay! and me. <laughs> Amanda Biddle, definitely Venmo her. That was lovely. That's so great. Yeah, I want people to throw acid in my face too, but it's a different kind of acid. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yes, please, throw acid in my face. I like that, and I will probably like you more once I'm on said acid. I don't know. Drugs are cool. Drugs aren't cool. Drugs are cool. Here's the thing. You can microdose ketamine but you can't microdose cocaine. You can only macrodose cocaine. That's just the way it works. It's a macrodosable drug. Your next comedian, what a, what a wonderful human being he is. He has actually saved my life once. I was um, too many of the moon rocks. Um, all the millennial kids, they do the XY2 KDB. I don't know. There's all these letters and numbers. They stick together. And I'm like, I'm just going to take a fingernail scraping off of this, put it in my mouth. I was like, this is too small to snort. And I'll just put it in my mouth. And then I'm like laying around on the ground. They're like, who's that old lady laying on the ground, rolling around? And they're like, we should call an ambulance. And Hunter was like, no, I'm going to take her home. She's fine. She's just really high so he <laughs> saved my life hunter saved my life.com put your hands together for your next comedian hunter uniac yay no don't do that she's an amazing person keep it going for pam benjamin everybody yes we're only allowed one f word right pam any at all nope. goodbye no <laughs> i'm joking hi i'm hunter uniac did you guys have a good thanksgiving Nice, nice. I almost said F, yeah. That's crazy. No, I, I, I realize I'm a horrible son on Thanksgiving because my Christmas present to my parents was Thanksgiving dinner. See, one person laughed. The rest of you are horrible people. You are. That's like if, it, that's like if I gave you your birthday present on July 1st and, uh, and said it's also your Christmas present. Like, how, that doesn't make any sense at all. What's going on? It's weird. I don't know. My girlfriend broke up with me recently. That kind of sucks. It wasn't recently. She broke up with me like three years ago, but I'm still saying it's a joke because it hurts me inside, but it's still funny. But she broke up with me recently. Um, uh, I didn't know why she broke up with me. I, I treated her like a goddess. I'm an atheist. I never believed in her. It's fun. I, I, what I thought when I met her first, I found she's a raver. Because the first time we had sex, we used a glow stick condom. We broke it before we used it. Before I met this girl, I was only sleeping with single mothers. Happened on accident. But you know what's the best part about sleeping with single moms? The snacks. The snacks. They're amazing. One time this woman, she gave me a fruit by the foot right after. And I had to split it with her because it was the only way she was going to get six inches that night. Yeah, you stopped clapping after I finished that joke. 
<laughs> hey, do you guys think Hulk Hogan looks like Thor if he was on bath salts? Yeah? Cool. That's not really a joke. I just like saying, because that never tells me who's the cool people and the weirdos from the audience. You know? It's fun. A little bit about me. Um, uh, my dad's a current tweaker. My mom's a former coke addict. And I'm a raging alcoholic, which means my parents have to be proud of me. Why are you applauding for my childhood trauma? Why? I, like, please do. It's the only reason I'm funny and I have a personality. Nobody need to throw a bat of acid in my face for that. I just grew a beard instead. I don't know. That's weird. I, um, but yeah, I'm half white and half Filipino. Yeah, which means I'm 100% white at heart and 100% Filipino on paper, you know, for college reasons. Did they work? No, that's why I'm doing stand-up right now. I guess the point is, I'm so white, I leave Yelp reviews for my drug dealers. I'm so white, if I was a pimp, all my bitches would have dental. Oop. Oh, I can't? Bitch, yes. That's going to be my new left word, people. I bitch with you guys. <laughs> I'm so white, my favorite rapper was the singer from Linkin Park. That one's not a joke. I wrote that before he died. You know how bad I felt after? I didn't feel bad at all. I'm so white, I discovered most deaf from the cameo he had on House. Yeah, the whitest lady in the room was the only one who laughed at that. That's how white I am. Mauricio, I bitch with you. We're having fun, guys. We're having fun, guys. Uh, you guys like drinking? Yeah, a little fun fact about drinking. Up until the year 1820, the only way you could have clean drinking water was if alcohol was in it. Alcohol. Yeah, that's how they sterilized it. You already know. I can tell you're slouched down on your chair right now. Yep. <laughs> that's why Jesus changed the water to wine. Dude, you fucking... You know my joke! All right, just listen to this. I never met this guy in my life. You never met this guy in my life, and he's already stealing my punchlines. <laughs> I bitch and hate you right now. <laughs> Well, actually, no, like, I, I, that, no, bitch you. I have nothing to say. <laughs> Let me say a joke, guys. Stop bullying me. This is on the radio. My mom listens to the radio. Stop making fun of me in front of my mom, people. <laughs> what? That's right. <laughs> what the bitch was I saying? Oh, yeah, but, um. Yeah, you know that story with the uh, Jesus fed three people with three, uh, like uh, with five thousand people with three fish. Story you're talking about, sir? Yeah, do you know what happened next to? It says so in the Bible. It happened next to a river. That means everybody in the Bible is too drunk to know where fish come from. <laughs> Jesus says, "Take my hand; I shall guide you in the promised land." That's him trying to get his drunk ass apostle friends home at four in the morning. You know, after the bars all closed in Biblical Bethlehem, I see him pacing up and down the streets of Biblical Bethlehem. going, Judas! Judas! Jesus, bitch in Christ. I swear to God, you're going to be the death of me one of these days. I like how you guys are. You already stole the fucking joke. I'm sorry. Yeah. You already stole the joke. Everybody knows it's going to happen. Why are you even laughing? It's like, I don't know. We're sad? That's not how laughter... Actually, you're a cock. That is how laughter works. 
You know what? I was going to say another joke, but you said good job. I'm going to end it on that. Yay me. Give him a Pam, everybody. Yay, Hunter Uniac! Yay! Yay. That was exciting. He was talking about God. I used to be a cheerleader for God. There is only one God, and he is the sun God. Ra! 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 It's God, right? Like, that's the... Is that how that works? All right, your next comedian how much fun is this going to be she's amazing she has a show here on tuesdays from four to six called always free she's a rainbow family anyone in the rainbow family yes yes always free i know it's well it's not it's not a cult it's just a it's just a bunch of people that like to like feed each other and take care of each other and the Rainbow Family's gorgeous. They just smell a little weird. Like, get over it. Put your hands together, everybody, for your next comedian, Rachel Pinson. Yay! It's really nice hearing somebody else try to convince me I'm not in a cult this time. <laughs> I'm going to take this thing that I've been breathing in all day and put it over this mic for everyone's safety. I hope you don't mind. Yes, I'm Rachel Pinson, and I don't know if you guys recognize me, but it's true. I was the person taking a piss in the alley right before the show. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Oh, you're next? Is that what she's saying? Oh, I thought Mauricio was next. Oh, yeah. I was like, I was going to, I had this whole thing ready about... Oh, here's the quote. Hey there, little pussy. Let me get my big boy pants on and really take you on. What a snake in the grass you are, you lying piece of shit. Too cowardly to confront me in real life, so you do it on Facebook, she wrote. You are the biggest faggot ass in the Whoa. world. Here she goes. The biggest pussy. My dick is bigger than yours, which ain't saying much. What a true piece of shit you are, lying faggot. I hope you meet your karma slowly and painfully. Wow. I cannot not like her, that's though. Cindy. Wow. <laughs> that's, wow. Cindy, that's Cindy Brady right wow. there. a little aggressive for Cindy this Brady. This is, this is how I swear at people when I'm really, really angry. Like, you hear me when I'm on the show and I go crazy, but I don't think I would write it down. No, she wrote it down and thought about she that wrote shit. It I wouldn't text. I mean, maybe. This is, I, I just want to I wanna, I, I wanna send this text out to everybody. I'm just going to read it one more time. Yeah, just so much paste and, paste and copy that it's motherfucker. So, it's just paste and copy. Hey there, little pussy. Let me get my big boy pants on and really take you on. What a snake in the grass. Yes, you are, you lying piece of shit. Too cowardly to confront me in real life. So you do it on Facebook. You are the biggest faggot ass in the world. The biggest pussy. My dick is bigger than yours, which ain't saying much. What a true piece of shit you are. Lying faggot. I hope you meet your karma slowly and painfully. 
So good. That's the business. Son. So good. I, I I'm sorry, but the, the only problem is if it she had if she had done that at work maybe, but she took that shit to the house. Like the, he got followed and shit. That's no, what really the, did her in, because that's a solid now, message. Okay, here's the thing. There's uh, I, because I think it's kind of funny. It's super. But funny. I also, I uh, part of me feels like you know she. I know that. What? Well, that was a threat. At the end of that, the, she kind of got threatening. Uh, will you switch three and four for me? Because yes, I'm going to do something funny here. Okay. Yeah, I mean. Thank you. But Trump support. I, I think Trump supporters are funny to me, really. I don't think we should take them off the air all the time. Okay. Hold on. I'm going to. This is a. This is a. Rap, rap background. We're going to rap to it. <laughs> we'll get a little bit beat. Hey there, little pussy. Let me get my big boy pants on and really take you on. What a snake in the grass. You are, you lying piece of shit. Too cowardly to confront me in real life. You do it on Facebook. You're the biggest faggot ass in the world. Biggest pussy, pussy, pussy. My dick is bigger than yours, which, which ain't saying much. What a true piece of shit you are, lying faggot. I hope you meet your karma slowly and painfully. Say uh, slowly and painfully. I'm Susan Olsen. Uh, slowly. I said Susan Olsen. And painfully. They call me Cindy and Brady. My name is Susan Olsen and I love Trump today. Uh, 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 Olsen. Uh, uh, Brady. Get it. Brady. Uh, I hope. Uh, I sincerely hope you reap all this that you deserve. Karma wise, you pathetic little cunt. You are. Hell is waiting for you. Enjoy. Hell is waiting for you. Enjoy. What? Hell is waiting for you. Enjoy. Slowly. What? Slowly. Slowly. And painfully. My name is Susan Olsen. Susan Olsen. Susan Olsen. Susan Olsen. They call me Cindy. Susan Olsen. Susan Olsen. Susan Olsen, they call me Cindy Brady. I make America great again. Making America great. What a pathetic little cunt you are. Hell is waiting for you. Enjoy. 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 Susan Olsen, the biggest cunt, drops a port of fork. Right? Did we just make a song? <laughs> did we just? That was pretty dope. Did we just make a song? I think that, we did. That was for you, Susan Olson. <laughs> that was that was fun. I'm glad we uh, did I the hope, freestyle. I hope you get. I hope you listen to this. Oh my God. Um, well, let's, we'll finish the rest of the article. But I want to maybe pull that out later and we'll we'll play it or We're something. We're actually. Uh, yeah. I put. Thank you. 
Dr. Martin Luther King. You know that, anyway. Once upon this planet Earth lived a man of humble birth preaching love and freedom for his fellow
not stop Always living With the threat of death ahead Folks, you'd better But when you live with it so long, you almost uh, become immune to being afraid uh, as a result of these threats. Uh, I guess you have to come to the point of looking at these things philosophically. And uh, this is where I have uh, decided to stand. I believe firmly that this cause is right and that uh, someone must have the courage and the fortitude to stand up for it even if it means suffering or even if it means death. And uh, I always felt that unmerited suffering is redemptive. And even if I have to die for this cause, uh, physical death is the price that others uh, have to pay. Death. And 
and I've always felt that unmerited suffering is redemptive, and even if I have to die for this cause, our physical death is the price that others uh, have to pay, then uh, it, it, it is a price that is paid to free uh, the soul of our nation and to free our children from a permanent spiritual death. And in this sense, I think it is uh, very redemptive, or it can be, even if it occurs.
that black plastic on the Mutiny Radio FM. All these records from Community Thrift from this weekend, Paul Simon from Dick Cavett Show. attempts made on your life and have been threatened perhaps even tonight. Uh, what is it like to walk under this constant threat?
Street.